Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So the jobs numbers are out. And we're talking about 850,000 jobs. Me, I'm happy to see it. I don't ever want to play the game that somehow it's not okay because, well, it, it helps Joe Biden. Uh, not, not, not how I work. Rather, I want to see people working because I want these employers and these small businesses to be able to thrive. There's great opportunity for them. They can't find the people. That's been one of the big problems. And we have discussed so often this idea of the uh, extended unemployment benefits. And I spoke with uh, Matt Will. He's an economist at the University of Indianapolis. And I'm going to share the whole interview with you a a little bit later. One of the things that we discussed was this idea of cutting these unemployment benefits, these extended unemployment benefits, and whether or not it provided a, a real level of value. You know, Tony, this is exactly what we predicted would happen, you and I, but not what most of the economists would have predicted. Because when right now there are 26 states that are trying to reduce their benefits. 22 have succeeded as of July 1. We've seen significant increase in people looking for jobs in those states. And there's been this pent-up demand. Tony, this number would be over a million It'd be, you know, two million if if people were actually able to get out and work. And with these enhanced benefits being eliminated, we are seeing people looking for jobs now. And it's in the 22 states. You know, the, the federal government should call up every one of those governors and say, thank you. Thank you for eliminating these enhanced benefits because now people are forced to go get a job. Now, we had gone over this and had seen the data that it showed that they weren't showing up like we thought, certainly in Missouri and other places. He discusses that. We get into how much that has grown and the cumulative effect over small enhancements over a larger field. Tony Katz, great to be with you. Tony Katz today. 833 got Tony. That's the number. 833-468-8669. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. We'll get back to those jobs numbers. And then we'll get into the whole idea of the 15% uh, global tax. Governments are never so happy as when they remind you that you only exist to give them your money. That that is all... That is all uh, you have. That's the only purpose that you as a uh, as a business owner, that's the only reason you exist. But I wanted to get into a one-two punch on China from Elon Musk and Charlie Munger. Elon Musk is, well, Elon Musk, it's, it's, it's Tesla, right? That you, you know him, the Starlink guy, the smoking pot with Joe Rogan guy. Tesla, by the way, missed their mark. I think they sold 201,000 Teslas. It's it's more than they've ever done in one quarter, but they missed their own expectations. Well, Elon Musk has gone from super popular to total putts in in a couple months, mainly because he screwed with Bitcoin, he screwed with Dogecoin, and Oh, I support these things. No, you can you can buy a, a Tesla with this cryptocurrency and then, oh, no, no, you see, Bitcoin is using too much energy in order to mine the coins and we need something that's better for the environment. And then he mocks Dogecoin and calls it a scam on Saturday Night Live and people are like, oh, yeah. Now, but don't get me wrong. Dogecoin was never a scam. There was just nothing 
behind it and doesn't make any sense. Doesn't mean people didn't make millions of dollars with it. But Elon Musk says, you know, thinks that I, I can just make a tweet and move the whole market. And there was a while where he could. I don't know if that's true anymore. People may just be a little tired of his garbage. Certainly, you could take a look at this and add on to it. Elon Musk was responding to a tweet from the China Xinhua News Service. This is propaganda China. China has realized the first centenary goal, building a moderately prosperous society in all respects. This means that we have brought about a historic resolution to the problem of absolute poverty in China, and we are now marching in confident strides toward the second centenary goal of building China into a great modern socialist country in all respects. That's a quote from Xi Jinping. They're celebrating 100 years of communism. They're celebrating 100 years of torture and death. Oh, sure, they've, they've made some money because we've allowed them to make money. But they've also engaged in torture and death. And their objective is control. Their objective is power. So they put this out there. And how does Elon Musk respond? The economic prosperity that China has achieved is truly amazing, especially in infrastructure. I encourage people to visit and see for themselves. As Rick Grinnell put it, oh, somebody wants to build a factory in China. Which is a great line. But is the infrastructure the prison camps where the Uyghur Muslims stay? What is he even referring to? The ghost cities? You know there are ghost cities, right? Ghost cities are these, these places where they built skyscrapers. They built full cities. Nobody lives there. Nobody lives there. They, they exist solely to give people jobs and have no purpose whatsoever. If they felt the need, they'd tear them down and rebuild them. That's who they are. And they certainly don't care about environmental this, that, or the other. What is Elon Musk doing Except proving that for all the brain power, he's a putz. Celebrating China is what China wants. And if you could say, well, they have high-speed rail, and not pay attention to what they do to Uyghur Muslims, chances are you're not doing it right. Notice, I don't think that we should be... uh, Failing a relationship with Japan because what Japan, of what Japan once did to China. Japan was unkind, if we understand our history. Nor do I blame Japan of today for the treatment of China then. But can't I blame China now for the treatment of China now? Can't I look at Xi Jinping right now and say, man, you are a murderous son of a gun. Look what you're doing to the Uyghur Muslims. Look what you did to ruin the lives of the Hong Kongers who wanted to live free. You went back on your word. You lied. You lied to the British, and the British should not take comfort in such a thing. Wouldn't that be the right thing to do? Nope. I've got... I've got... uh, I've got Xi Jinping just being lauded and, and, and glorified in this. Then you have Charlie Munger. Who is Charlie Munger?
Charlie Munger is the partner of Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett's the famous one. Charlie Munger, less so. But has a whole bunch of money. He's 97. Has a whole bunch of money. And China went about uh, censoring Jack Ma. Who is Jack Ma? Jack Ma is a so-called businessman. Remember, it's China. If you're not, you're, they're all members of the Communist Party. And he created something called Alibaba. Alibaba is the Chinese Amazon. That's what it is. And uh, Jack Ma, supposedly in an interview, um, uh, or, or in, in statements, criticized officials in Beijing because they're stifling innovation. So what did China do? They silenced him. They stopped him from talking. And Charlie Munger thinks the communists did the right thing. That's his quote. Then the quote is, they called in Jack Ma and said, you aren't going to do it. And to hell with you. Uh, you know, they're just going, they're going to set you straight. And he said... He wouldn't want all the Chinese system. I certainly certainly would like to have the financial part of it in my own country. Charlie Munger's out of his mind. Maybe it's because he's 97 and he's just a dumb old man. Can I say that? Can I just take that as the defense? That Charlie Munger's just a dumb old man saying dumb old man things. I'm not into the ageism. So look at how awful he is. If you are supporting the idea of silencing, of silencing your opposition, of silencing people who disagree with you, of silencing people who go a different way, and you're like, that's good, and oh, the communists know how to do it right. You know what a sick person you are? You're a sick, ugly person. And no, I'm not going to have any respect for Charlie Munger. I'm not going to have any respect for him whatsoever. What's, what's to respect? It's a bad guy with bad thoughts and bad ideas. Who truly doesn't think there's an, a, a value to a free society. Telling CNBC... Um, that while our own wonderful free enterprise economy is letting all these crazy people go to this gross excess, the Chinese step in preemptively to stop speculation. I guess he doesn't want you buying GameStop if you're on Reddit. Man, look at the people who hate the idea of a free world after they've made their money. As for COVID... You know, China just shut down the country for six weeks because they're a totalitarian state. And, quote, that turned out to be exactly the right thing to do. And they didn't allow any contact. When it was all over, they w kind of went back to work. It happened. They did it exactly right. Um, uh, Charlie Munger's a putz. How else do I describe it? What else am I supposed to say? Well, he's entitled to his point of view. His point of view is we should have a totalitarian world and the Constitution shouldn't exist when there's a pandemic. And, oh, he's such a fool that he's willing to believe the Chinese. Who believes the Chinese?
you want to talk about the fact that China has lifted 800 million people out of poverty? You think that they're actually running a capitalist nation? I think they will continue to allow people to make money. They've learned it works. You'll make the money until they have to take the money. Do you not understand how it works? This isn't real. China requires a 7% GDP for those coming out of universities. At least they did at my latest count. What happens when their GDP is only 4.2% and they cannot afford to feed 300 million people in the middle of the country? What do you think will happen? Could it be the same thing that happens to the Uyghur population? We talk in the United States about the idea of police targeting black Americans, which isn't happening anywhere. And we have riots across the country. Someone asked Charlie Munger if is he okay with those riots? Because the Chinese, they would have just stopped them. And would they have been right? I mean, it's just a rational question asked by rational people. I don't know, maybe it's the age. Maybe it's having a couple billion dollars that just makes you a dope. But what Charlie Munger is doing here is is ugly and obscene. This is propaganda garbage. Wonder One wonders what Berkshire's doing. But if you're somebody at the annual shareholding shareholder meeting for Berkshire Hathaway and you didn't stand up and say, what the hell are you talking about, you lunatic? Well, shame on you. Shame on you. Because what he's advocating for isn't a better society. What he's advocating for is a society that will eventually crush everyone it needs to to keep power. Free societies are messy. And they're still the best thing going. I'm Tony Katz. We'll get into this story of uh, Shikari. We're talking about the runner, Shikari Richardson, and she's supposed to go to the Olympics, but tested positive for marijuana, and now she's been suspended for a month. And we'll get into standards, and we're going to have to dig into to more of this. People going absolutely nuts over this story. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Boeing having a problem now because a 737 made an emergency landing in the Pacific Ocean. So 737-200, not the, not the 737 MAX that had the problems. This is 2.30 a.m. local time outside of Honolulu. Pilots experienced engine trouble. They attempted to return. They could not do so, and they landed in the water. This Boeing was manufactured in 1975. That's a... I don't know what the average age for a plane is, but I would argue that that could be close to a place where we would go, hmm, that's a pretty old plane. They had brought the 737 back on at the end of 2020. It was grounded for 20 months. And now this. This could just be one of those things. One of those things 
And that happens. It's just not a good look. It's not a good look. And Ford sales just dropping like a stone. But this is true of so many car manufacturers because they don't have the chips. Sales in June down 26.9% compared to last year. During COVID, down 26.9%. The F-Series, like the, the their line, the trucks, dropped 29.9%. But the prices for those trucks went up on average to $47,800, Fords and, and, and Lincolns. They've just announced temporary closures at nine plants in July and August. Sales are up for the first half of the year, but they just don't have the... They don't have the inventory. Who does? This chip shortage problem is never-ending. I know a lot of this. They're relying on some of the the new vehicles, like the new Ford Bronco. Have you seen the Ford Bronco, Producer Ari? I don't think so. All right. Um, I am a fan of the Ford Bronco, not the Ford Bronco 2. So the old-school Ford Bronco, the big one, the uh, Al Cowling's OJ Ford Bronco. It's very boxy. Love it. I would actually give up. I I drive an H3. I would give up the H3 for a a Bronco. What? 100%. Stop the presses. Yeah, not even a a debate. Now, I'd have to drive one because I haven't driven one in forever. Let me say, I love my H3. It is the most enjoyable car I've ever driven. Ever. I've ever owned. Ever. But the Bronco, man, that's just... It's like like an old K5 Blazer. It's so cool. The new Bronco has a very uh, Toyota FJ kind of feel to it. And I'm just, I'm not, a, I, I, look, I think they made a good vehicle. People seem to like it. They, they, they're going to compete with Jeep on it. Um, I'm just not there. But an old school Bronco, oh, I do. I, I would I would trade in the uh the, the, the H3 for it. And my H3 is in really good shape. I've taken excellent care of it. Maybe I keep the H3. Point is Bronco kicks ass. And that's the one I wanted to see. Then they made this one. I'm like, alright, it's good. Meanwhile, the chip shortage is a thing. It is Independence Day weekend. I promised you a list of cigars that's coming. And Vernon Jones so punching CNN in the face. It is hard to believe, but I've got it all for you. This is Tony Katz today. Independence Day, people. Not the 4th of July. Let's not do this improperly. It is Independence Day. And it has to be said properly. It drives me crazy when people don't. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Phone number is 833-GOT-TONY, 833 Four six eight eight six six nine. That's that's the number. You can be a part of of the show. 
And I said, I did this earlier, uh, when, when, the, when these holidays come, I, I will be providing my uh, cigar choices. As you know, I, I am a guy who pays attention. I am focused. Uh, I, I like a good cigar. I like a good bourbon. Eat, drink, smoke, my cigar and bourbon review show, stations all across the country and growing. Uh, and and uh, people should learn good ways to relax. That's my take. Ooh, there's going to be fireworks, fireworks on the 4th of July. Uh, that's enough of that. I just like a little schoolhouse rock. So what did I recommend? Well, first, I-, I recommend that you really do take the day to make sure you've told your kids what Independence Day is all about. It's more than fireworks. The idea, the very concept of the Declaration of Independence is a worthy conversation. I mean, in, in, in my house, admittedly, there's a copy of the Declaration of the Independence in, in the dining room. It's, it's, it's right there. I actually have to get myself a copy of the Constitution. My copy of the Constitution is uh, in, in, in my parents' home down in Florida. They took it years, actually, well, I shouldn't say they took it. I did actually make it for them. For, and then and then I thought I was going to get it back one day, and I still haven't. So I got to go get my own. But it's more than just the idea of, yeah, we're a country. And you, you hear it often, right? You, you hear it often, especially when it's Joe Biden. You know, we hold these truths to, to you know, the thing. That's not what God said. The unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America. I mean, just that, st- that sentence alone. Unanimous, we declare, and it's all of us. More than just unanimous, we, 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 we number ourselves. We're different and together. 13 states, uh, 13 parts of the United States of America. We have named ourselves. It's just, this isn't even in the first, se- we're not even through the first sentence and we're in the punch in the face. That's a story in and of itself. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Translation, hey king, we're equal. You you told the king that you're equal. That's nuts. That is absolutely nuts. Who does that? The founding fathers did. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Well, we find ourselves in many of these conversations now. And those people who say, well, you're not allowed to 
revolt against the, the federal government. We got we we have nukes and F-15s. That's what President Biden said. But yet a guy dressed up like a centaur, like a Viking, he can take down the entire government. You understand they're garbage. That those those com- concepts are nonsense. Just another one of many reasons to be opposed to a commission. Oh, I'll get into the whole commission thing. You got to have a commission on January 6th? Don't don't be silly. There was no revolution. No revolution has ever taken place when people have time to take a selfie. When the revolution takes place, oh, trust me, federal government will know it. That's my take on how I think it would go down. They would be fully aware of what's going on. But the Declaration of Independence is this is is remarkable and don't just go through the parts that you know go through the parts that you don't how about all of the reasons that impel them to the separation let facts be submitted to a candid world and they go through it he has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries he has erected a multitude of new offices and send hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. He has affected to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. For quartering large bodies of armed troops among us, for protecting them by mock trial, from punishment for any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of these states, for cutting off our trade with all parts of the world, for imposing taxes on us without our consent, for depriving us in many cases of the benefits of trial by jury, for transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretend offenses, for abolishing the free system of English laws in a neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government, and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it as once an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into these colonies and it goes on and on and on he has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us he has plundered our seas ravaged our coasts burnt our towns and destroyed the lives of our people this is this is an incredible statement You think someone's brave because they declare their sexuality in Hollywood? Oh, hell no. This, my dear people, is brave. Imperfect men recognizing their station and still saying we can do better. Hot damn. Tell that story. And then uh, my, my advice is to smoke a cigar. Look, if you don't smoke, have a bourbon. You you don't drink, have a hot dog. I'm not judging. But I, I said I, w- I would share them uh, again, the, the, the cigars that I would I would recommend. And, I, you know, I did theme them up. I, I made them all Liberty-themed. Uh, start with the Camacho Liberty Series 2021. Uh, they put this out once a year. It's a 7 by 48 so seven inches long, 48 is the ring gauge. So that's the diameter of the cigar. So a 64 ring gauge is a full one inch around. That's a thick cigar. That's uncomfortable. As the, as the people would say in the business. Be James. Oh, that's not what I want to do there. As the people would say in the business, that has very, very bad mouthfeel. Hey, phrase it. I'm just saying what it is. Don't get mad at me, Archer. 
Uh, but the the this is a 48, so easy, easy smoke. Lasts about an hour and 45 minutes. Dominican and Honduran uh, in the binder and filler, and I think it's a, it's an Ecuadorian wrapper. It's going to be full-bodied. Gonna give you some wood. Gonna give you some spice. Uh, gonna give you, uh, depending on who you are, maybe a bit of of, of coffee. Uh, it's it's a it's a great great smoke, especially if you like those kind of more earthy tones to a cigar. You can find it for about twenty dollars a box. Absolutely worth the price of admission. Is the Camacho uh, Liberty? You want to spend a little bit less or a lot bit less? The Cao America. So CAO makes a series of good cigars that I like. Uh, for me, the Amazon Basin, the CAO Amazon Basin is a stellar smoke. Comes out once a year. The America they have, and they've got the Brazil, and they've, they've, they've got a series of them. So the America is this barber pole look. I think some people call it pinstripe. I've always referred to it as barber pole. So it's part Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro and part Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Very, very cool uh, uh, look. And then it's Brazilian in the binder and, and Nicaraguan in the filler. Um, it, there, it comes in a series of sizes, and sizes are often referred to as Vitolas, V-I-T-O-L-A. just means the size uh, of the cigar. It also could be you know the, the size, the shape of the cigar. It's made in, in, in different ways. You'll, you'll find this as a Toro. You'll find this as a uh, what they call a Bellicoso, which... Is a torpedo, which means it just comes to a tip at one, at, at the end that you cut. That that's all it means. It, 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 but th- there's a reason for it in terms of what the what the the master roller is is trying or blender is trying to create, what kind of feel they're trying to get for the cigar, and that's why you have different shapes uh, to these things. But you can find that cigar for like seven or eight dollars, and it'll do you ju- it'll do you just fine. Um, a touch of cocoa. Uh, a touch of cream uh, with with that cigar. It, it's not as complex um, as 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 some of the the the, the other cigars. Um, maybe a bit of like a, like a nutty flavor uh, in there. It should it should be easy and simple. Maybe in that medium kind of category. And then the American from J C Newman. Now, J.C. Newman makes great cigars. They make the whole Diamond Crown series and the Maximus and the Black Diamond, Julius Caesar. I, I, I like what, what they do. The American is probably the least popular. That's my take of their cigars. But what's cool about the American is that the American is made completely in, in, in the U.S., this is American made, American grown, American done. It's it's very very cool. It's a Florida sun grown, uh, with a Connecticut uh, uh, binder, and the filler is Connecticut. And and there's there's a something that they refer to as a Pennsylvania type forty one. Tell you the truth, I can't even describe what that is. But as for what what the cigar is, wonderful. Just actually reviewed this for the show, Eat, Drink, Smoke. Big, earthy flavor. Good bit of cedar uh, coming off there, which is a flavor I love. Right? That woody, that cedar. It, it, I, I get asked, do you ever get oak off a cigar? I never have. Oak is, is a bourbon thing because it's in an oak barrel. I've never gotten that. But, but certainly I've gotten wood. I've gotten hay. I've gotten grasses, which are all flavors I adore. 
in a, in, in, in a cigar more than I like, let's say, spice. If, if you tell me a cigar is big on black pepper, uh, that's less interesting to me than those than the the earthy leathers, wood kind of flavors. The American, I thought, was was perfectly constructed. Uh, probably last year a good hour and a half uh, as a smoke, and you probably find it between sixteen and twenty dollars. So uh, the CAO. Uh, the America, and you can find the Landmark or the Potomac. It's got a couple different uh, uh, styles there. The Camacho Liberty Series 2021, the American from J.C. Newman. That is how I recommend you celebrate this Independence Day. Oh, and a copy of the Declaration of Independence that you talk about with your kids. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz. So Instagram has another filter, and if you've ever seen Instagram, uh, you, you post your photos, you post your videos, and you can follow me at Tony Katz on Instagram, and you can add filters, you make funny little faces, or add imagery. Well, this one, you can add, add, add tattoos. They have a filter where you can add tattoos, and one of the tattoos has a swastika. And look, you can discuss the fact that, oh, the Native Americans, you can discuss the fact, oh, the Chinese, it is what it is, what it is, what it is, and nothing you do about it, absolutely nothing you do about it, is going to change that reality. I don't know why you would have it on a filter. I don't know why you would think this is all right. And a woman by the name of Sabrina Zohar who's a clothing designer, I guess had this happen, and she writes that this blank has to end, not just for Jews, but for everyone. Hitler and then Nazis is not okay, nor a passive topic, so let's stop pretending it's okay. And that's absolutely, positively correct. It is ridiculous. As uh, we have often said, the Holocaust is not a crutch. Don't use it as a political crutch dangerous stuff when you do it. Now, I I spoke yesterday about some of these Supreme Court cases that came through, and we're going to talk more about the California case. It's very interesting about how... um, about how the, the, the government of California really thinks that you're not entitled to to your privacy. They really don't believe in it. They really don't buy in. You're not entitled to give and not have them know about it. Well, you could be giving to the, to, the, to the wrong place, don't you know? That certainly seems to be what it is they're saying. That they, they need to know in order to keep everybody perfectly safe. So we're going we're gonna to talk about that. But someone took a note of how the Supreme Court did this session. And all of the conversations about the court all the conversations about um the politics well that's been that's been in in media that's been maybe uh uh we we the people but it hasn't been them they've all been totally rational 
and they've gone in different ways and they've agreed to different things. They uh, it didn't all stick with with their quote unquote political pedigree. So maybe the court in and of itself, those nine, they feel pretty good about themselves and where they're at and what they're doing. No, I don't agree with every decision. And the radicalness to which they are responding to the decision about, for example, Arizona and the ability for Arizona to have its own voting laws. Oh, this is a violation and an attack on on, uh, the Voting Rights Act. We need to now they want to pack the court again. They want Breyer to resign and they want 15 justices on the court. This is where they're at because they didn't get what they wanted. They want to make it easier to cheat. They want to make it easier to engage fraud. This is exactly where it's at. Not because I say so, but because they say so. But the court may not be so bothered by things. They may be like, you know what? We're doing our job. Good on us. But what happened in that California case? What is it that we need to know? That story is coming up. This is Tony Katz today.